Well, everyone, we just heard from the Sermon on the Mount and the Gospel today where Jesus gives the essentials, the foundations, and a, and a great summary of his entire moral teaching. The first point to remember when listening to Jesus speak about morality in the Gospels is that he is not speaking as the divine finger waver or the divine scolder or the divine perfectionist and the divine criticizer. No, Jesus, when he speaks about morality in the Gospels and especially in the sermon, he speaks as the divine physician, as the divine doctor. Any good doctor diagnoses an illness, the disease that we're sick with, and then makes a plan to bring us back to health. Jesus does exactly the same thing when he speaks in the Sermon on the Mount. He diagnoses the moral disease, the spiritual disease that afflicts the mind and the heart and the soul. And then he proposes the path to health and to well-being. Jesus mentions this Old Testament rule, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. This, uh, this Old Testament rule, and it existed elsewhere in the ancient world, it often gets a bad rap. Often when it's quoted and, and described, it's quoted as if it actually encouraged revenge. What it was actually meant to do was to restrain revenge. The idea was something like this. If someone plucks out your eye, I don't know what that looks like or why you would do that, but if someone got your eye or got your tooth, you're entitled to an eye back, but no more. It was meant to restrain. You're entitled to an eye, but no more. A tooth, but no more. You can't take their life. That was the idea. The idea was to restrain. Even if that was the point, to restrain, not encourage revenge, Jesus still wants to go further than that. A doctor who can only slow a disease or contain it has ultimately been beaten by that disease. If all they can do is restrain it, they've been beaten. Either they're not a good doctor, or at the very least, they've met their match. Jesus diagnoses the human heart as having a thirst for revenge, or at the very least, the tendency to keep a ledger and a balance sheet. For example, he hurt me when he said X. I have to remember that. He insulted me when he did X, and I have to remember that. He never complimented me on my promotion. I have to remember that. I want to pay him back likewise. Jesus just doesn't want to contain that disease. It's not enough for him to contain it. He wants to get to, at the root of the diseases which afflict the heart and soul, and he wants to replace it with health. The health he proposes for this disease, the tendency to keep a balance sheet, the thirst for revenge, the health he proposes is unceasing goodwill towards all. It's generosity and it's prayer for those who persecute us. Notice, Jesus is not naive and he's not encouraging naivete on our part, but he is encouraging generosity. There's a subtle difference. I feel obligated to say another part of the health that Jesus proposes at the very end, be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. It's so important to know when he says that, what he's not saying 
What he's not saying is be God. Be God. That's not what he's saying. The perfection of the Heavenly Father consists in the fact that he is God. His perfection consists in the fact that he is God, and that's enough, and that is perfection. My perfection consists in being exactly what God wants me to be. Nothing more and nothing less. St. Paul speaks this way all the time when he talks about Christian perfection and when he talks about Christian health and conversion. He talks about it as a shedding of the false self. Anything that's not truly how God created me to be, anything that's not really my identity in Christ, I am to shed that and I'm to receive my perfection from Jesus Christ by being exactly how he created me to be and how he recreated me in grace. A last point. The health that Jesus proposes for us is nothing more and nothing less than what exists in his own heart. You can see our, our beautiful stained glass window here on the side. Beautiful scene of the crucifixion lit up with the morning sun. What happens and what issues from Jesus' heart as he hangs on the cross in the middle of his execution and his murder as he's persecuted? What issues is the generosity he proposes for us today? He says, Father, forgive them. Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. A prayer of salvation and mercy on behalf of his killers. The health that Jesus wants to give is the very thing that issues from his heart as he hangs on the cross. I'll finish with a quote from Pope Francis. Pope Francis, when commenting on the, on the sermon recently said, Jesus didn't come to teach us table manners in this sermon. It's something much more profound. Jesus in the sermon came to teach us salvation. The way towards health that Jesus points to isn't a luxury. It's not a trivial thing like table manners, as the Holy Father says. It's about final health, about total health, and it's about salvation.